Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Whenever you hear the music, Colin, take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuis, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this Friday, February 3rd edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations, Robert Fields and Sons, a family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. Spencer Dupunek, Verzellini, Colin McLaughlin, happy to have you with us. We're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright. And uh, we're uh, going to talk some EPAC hoops from last night, girls basketball uh, on the mind from last night. And uh, it was an interesting game for the Lady Bulldogs against the Lady Cardinals, Colin. Um, a, an 11-9 lead, I believe, after the first quarter for the Lady Bulldogs. Yeah, it was a very surprising competitive effort from Martinsburg and full credit to them for doing so for a majority of that game last night against Spring Mills, a team on paper and from what we've saw through the majority of the season that should have really dominated last night's game against Martinsburg and Martinsburg without two typical players in uh Strovel as well as Santa Bria, two players that are starters on the Martinsburg side, but then also on the other side for Spring Mills, freshman in Regan Edsel was not playing last night too, but I still think you would give the advantage to Spring Mills in that situation, and they played very differently last night. It seemed like the defensive pressure at times from Martinsburg really got to them. Martinsburg was able to break the press for majority of that game against Spring Mills too and really compete up until the final probably four minutes of the game is where Spring Mills really separated itself from Martinsburg. It was a five-point game at that time, and that was, I think, around the four, three-minute mark that for the first time in the game, Spring Mills hit a double-digit lead and kind of went from there to win by 14 against the team the first time around. They beat 14. 59-46. Are you sure that's what it was? I thought so. Did I get the score wrong in my head this morning? I don't know, but I thought it was a 14-point game. And uh, But to go back and end my point, last time these two teams played, it was 71-29. Yeah. So. But I think it also has a lot to do with when you lose Regan Etzel, you, Regan Etzel, you lose your double digits in points and rebounds. That's extra possessions, essentially, if you're going to do it on the offensive side and even the defensive side. So it's not going to be good. It was it was a 13-point game, okay. uh, 59-46. Uh, Kyla Dandridge had 13 points, 12 rebounds, 3 blocks, 5 assists. Olivia Bolduc and Taylor McIntyre scored 13 each. Corinne Etzel had 9 points, uh, but... The Lady Cardinals stay undefeated, 14-0, 7-0 in the EPAC, while the Lady Bulldogs fell to 5-10 and 3-4 and and in the conference. Um, Nick, your thoughts on that game? Well, I think Martinsburg's getting to a point where they're a tough team each and every night, um, where they're going to battle you and, and play you hard um, and, and try to you know, pull put, put together a strong performance. And maybe the team last year and, and even at the beginning of the year – 
wasn't quite on that level, but this year's team has built some confidence, has been in close games, has won some good games, and uh, clearly is a, is a team that's getting a lot better. So I think that really helped Martinsburg last night is just the fact that they do uh, seem to be getting tougher and seem to be just overall a better opponent than they were for Spring Mills at the beginning of the year. And the other thing is, we mentioned it on the show yesterday, Martinsburg has the height advantage. Cadence Bradley had a huge game last night for the Bulldogs, and with her being you know six foot three, six foot four, that is the thing that I thought could keep Martinsburg in the game was the fact that Spring Mills does not have that true post presence. And then you take Edsel out of the equation. You know she's a great rebounder, even though I think she's only like five nine. So I don't know if she would match match up great with Bradley, but she might keep her off the boards a few times. Um, so that allowed Martinsburg to stick around, and they played really tough defensively. They gave a great effort, but at the end of the day, you know, Spring Mills just has too much talent, and that's what allowed them to pull away and win the game last night. Um, but it's definitely a Martinsburg team that's getting better, and you know, maybe with Farragut Edsel in the sectionals, it ends up not being very close, but it at least makes things a little bit more interesting when we get to sectional play uh, that maybe Martinsburg can you know, finish a game like that and potentially get it down to the wire and you never know what can happen if it's close down the stretch so uh i thought it was a pretty good game pretty entertaining game and it was good to see you know a team or to see spring mills challenged against an epac team without players and still find a way to win i think gives you a lot of confidence in the cardinals moving forward though as well so both teams i think got better last night and can take a lot of positives from the game yeah, you'd be correct there. Spring Mills back in action this afternoon, 4-15 against Clear Spring. Then they'll be off till next Thursday. The Lady Bulldogs, they are back in action, I believe, on Monday when they face Washington in Charlestown. Uh, other games last night, Musselman knocked off Hedgesville 31-13. The Lady Appleman now 5-8, 4-3 in the EPAC, while the Lady Eagles fell to 2-14, 0-7 in the conference. Also kind of shocking here. Did not see the score last night. Was looking for it. Uh, pretty late, wasn't there? Assuming it was updated this morning. Uh, Garetti knocks off Jefferson in girls hoops, forty-four to twenty-six. That's a shocking score to me, and it should be shocking to you guys because you guys gave Jefferson the lead in the girls' side in section two, I believe, the other day. Yeah, I mean Jefferson again. You know where are they going to find the consistency, or when are they going to find the consistency? I guess is the better question. And um, we knew it could be tough because this is a Jefferson roster that's a little bit depleted. But it seemed like the way they finished that Martinsburg game was going to be the point in the season that sparked this team and allowed them to uh, really turn things around and be the team that we expected Jefferson to be. But you know, they do have a depleted roster right now. They obviously have injuries. They have players that left the program. So they're going through a lot, and it was a, you know, an emotional win the other night against Martinsburg, so maybe that all played a factor in taking that loss. But still, you got to have a, a more consistent performance. you got to put up more than, what would you say, 26 points? That's not yeah. going to yeah. win you any game. Um, I don't care who you play. So, you know, it's dif- disappointing for Jefferson because it, it seemed like the team was playing at a – higher level after the Martinsburg game, but they're still showing these inconsistencies. Yeah, I agree, and it's diff- definitely a disappointing loss for Jefferson after a very big win against 
Martinsburg, and it kind of perfectly segues into my question before we go into looking at tonight's games, if that's all right, Spencer. Yeah, your question. So my You're Spencer, being very cryptic my about question to Spencer? the two of you guys. Uh, cryptic question. Coming. I created it just to see. It, it has to do with the three teams in Section 2 of this region for Musselman, Jefferson, and Washington. And I want you guys to quickly just blindly off of what I got for their records and everything. Pick your one, two, three in this section since we all feel like it's wide open, okay? Are you just giving us records? Yep. Team one, okay, ready? Team one, five and eight overall, four and three in the region, one and two in the section, averages 38.8 points per game, allows 42.6 points per game. The Lady Appleman. Team two, six and ten overall, three and four. <laughs> Jefferson. In the region, one and two in the section, 41.8 average. Gives up 48 and a quarter points per game. Jefferson. And then 8 and 9 overall. Washington. 4 and 3 in the region. 2 and 0 in the section. 44.8 points per game. And 47.8 allowed. I, I mean, I just told you all those schools because I knew the records. I know. You, you didn't but fool what, me there. What do you go? 1, 2, 3. I'm going to go Musselman 1. Musselman 1? Musselman 1. Well, no, I'm going to go Washington 1. Mm-hmm. Musselman two, Jefferson three. Um, I think that's what I'm going right now too. Yeah, slightly maybe, because Musselman did just knock off Jefferson the other day. They're yeah. tied with the section record. Washington, I think, is the clear number one. So Musselman has the better a coin toss record. between Jefferson and Musselman, which, like I've said before doesn't matter that much besides all you're playing for is home court there's nothing guaranteed about being the two or the three seeds exactly you you have to take down each other either way um and the home court advantage you have to travel a little bit but it's not it's not something that i think really impacts the game too much um especially if you're able to you know get your fans to travel for the tournament and uh you know, help provide a pretty equal atmosphere, which we definitely have the regular season, at least on the boys' side. Hopefully we start to see that on the girls' side as things start to pick up and uh, you know, get some intense atmospheres there. But, uh, yeah, I think I think it's Washington, Mossman, Jefferson slightly, but it's not clear-cut, really, between those two schools. I agree. Yeah, I would agree as well. Let's move on to previewing tonight and tomorrow's games. Uh, first, for the game that we'll have for you on Talk Radio WR and our TV 10 WR and our TV on YouTube, Martinsburg visits Spring Mills. Obviously, that was a close game before. That was a game in which uh, Spring Mills was also without Keyshawn Cheek, who they're obviously without now. I believe was it 69-63? Does that sound right? Oh, last time they played? Yeah. Yeah, it was something like that. I feel like that so. sounds correct in my head. Um Nick, what do you think about this game? I mean, I think it's it, Spring Mills is obviously a, a top, highly ranked team within the state right now, and Martinsburg six and nine on the season, two and five in the conference. It was sixty nine, sixty three. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good game last time, but and it's the same scenario because there's no Keyshawn Cheek this time. There's no there was no Keyshawn Cheek last time, and it was an emotional win for the Cardinals. They've never they had never won at martinsburg high school so to do that was all you know really great for that program and great for that team and this martinsburg team heading into this one 
still is lacking an identity, I think, for them. And they continue to, you know, have the potential to compete with all these teams that we kind of put toward the top in Jefferson, Hedgesville, Spring Mills. But they haven't shown enough consistency where you would feel confident saying that they were going to win the game against any of those teams. So I think Spring Mills probably wins, but I would expect another close game. I mean, these two teams have battled each other the last couple of years. They've played, uh, you know, some really good ball games down to the wire games. But you just have to give the advantage to Spring Mills, I think, heading in because they have the uh, the experience. They've proven this year that they can beat Martinsburg in big game in a big game. So they're playing at home. A lot of those things, I think, give you the advantage, Spring Mills. But Martinsburg is always that team that you know will get better throughout the season. And you know at the end of the day, they're Martinsburg, and they're going to be in the fight in some sort of fashion. You know, last year I think we were doubting this team at one point, and they still made it very far to the regional championship game. So we'll just have to wait and see. I agree. I think it's going to be a competitive game tonight that I still give the slight edge to Spring Mills in. But with that being said, Spring Mills has given Martinsburg a lot of bullets and board material to use as motivation tonight. And if they can do that successfully, I would not be surprised. If they were to upset Spring Mills, since it's on the road, it's going to be even tougher. But if Martinsburg remembers losing at home for the first time against Spring Mills, the entire student section chanting this is our house and allowing that to be their motivation tonight go get revenge bulldogs all right there colin uh two other games in action tonight and then three games tomorrow uh we're gonna see an epac game on a saturday cool yeah uh but the other games tonight hedgesville at musselman jefferson at broadfording christian saturday hedgesville at preston Spring Mills at Morgantown, a pretty intriguing game there within the state. And then Washington at Musselman, all those on the boys' side. Uh, quickly pick your most intriguing game of the weekend or between today and tomorrow, between those games. Can't choose the same one. We'll go with Washington-Musselman. I think that could actually be a pretty solid game. Especially Musselman off of a game against Hedgesville tonight. And that's the one that I was going to go with is Hedgesville-Musselman. All right. Well, I'm going Spring Mills at Morgantown. See where they stack up against the Mohegans. Uh, But that will do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford in Martinsburg, they became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll talk WVU and Shepard Hoops, both in action tomorrow. And uh, after that, at 1230, we'll be joined by James Miller, the assistant coach for Appleman Muscleman Swim and the runner of SwimWV.co to talk about the Region 2 Swim Meet that we'll be broadcasting tomorrow on TV 10 WR and RTV on YouTube. Back after this two-minute break, you're tuning in the Sports Mix. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. 
At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1930, has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire? Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti. When you need justice. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute offers world-class heart care close to home. Our board-certified physicians are performing groundbreaking procedures using cutting-edge techniques. And that's why we're expanding our services to every corner of our region. So you don't have to travel far to receive the great specialty care you deserve close to home. Now accepting new patients at all locations in Martinsburg, Hagerstown, Shepherdstown, Winchester, and at our newest office in Ranson. WVU Heart and Vascular Institute, world-class heart care close to home. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you today. We're produced on the TV10 side by our intern Gerald Wright here as we get into. College Hoops action for the weekend. We'll start with WVU as they host Oklahoma tomorrow, 8 p.m. You can tune to the broadcast right here on Talk Radio WRNR, 106.5 FM, AM 740, beginning at 7 p.m. for the Mountaineer Sports Network. Uh, it's a Oklahoma team coming into this game. Uh, Colin, they are sitting at 2-7, and seven, so both teams with the same conference record except for uh, – Oklahoma is 12 and 10 compared to WVU's 13 and 9 overall. Um, WVU, as we know, 9 and 3 at home. Oklahoma 1 and 4 on the road. Yeah, it's going to be a great game. Uh, Oklahoma 1 and 4 in their last five games as well, but that one win, the out of conference game against the SEC team back uh, during the Big 12 SEC Challenge, and it was a massive win against Alabama. So this team's still a good team, even though. They have been uh, struggling just like WVU has as of late. Hopefully the Mountaineers can get a win, defend the home court against Oklahoma. Should be a fun night game, and I expect WVU to win, um, but it's a Big 12 game. It's going to be close. All all 10 teams deserve to be in March Madness from the Big 12. How can you say all 10 teams deserve to be in March Madness? Because you look at the net ratings, and all of them are in the top 64. It doesn't matter. They're they're losing games. Their record to is each not other. good enough. Yeah. So how can you say that they're that they're good? Because and then they go out against non conference teams and dominate. Yeah. I don't know. I disagree. Okay. <laughs> You're wrong. <laughs> uh, sub- subjectively, he is he, he wrong. Get killed in the second round by Kansas. I'm going to see that in the Big Twelve tournament. 
still conference teams. All right. That both deserve to be in because of right. how good they are then. We're getting off track here. Debatable. Trying to take personal attacks here on the show. It's not personal. I'm just kidding. Talking about, about the conference. Just yeah. kidding over here. All right. Shepherd Hoops, they're in action. The Doc Haven. Nick, what, what do you think about these, this from the men's side at least? Well, obviously, um, the women were somewhat close to winning last time against Lockhaven. They were at least in the game for a little bit, but that's kind of the story most times there. It was a 19-point loss in action. 63-40. I think it was close to in like the third quarter, potentially, or at halftime. Was that the game we called? Yeah, we were yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. But it was, uh, was not, Nick. Huh, it was 17-8 well. to eight after the first quarter, 39-20 uh, to 20 after the at halftime. That's yeah. That's not very close. Maybe I was misremembering with the uh, the first game we did there. I was about to say there have been twenty games. So yes, and they all blend together. But the men, uh, they obviously had a great chance to win last time against Lockhaven, and I think they can get the win. Uh, they obviously were very close last time and and should have won that game, but it should be a close game. You know, two good teams going at it in the PSAC. Just the question is, you know, can Shepard, uh, you know, close things out this time? And also going on the road has been tough for this team. So, you know, you're playing a lot of good basketball games, but can you find a way to win this one? Will Because it should be another close game like they've played all season. Can they finish down the stretch and find a way to win? Yeah, that, that'll definitely be the case in that game. And uh, obviously it's coming down to the wire for uh, Shepherd men's hoops this season as just a few games remain overall. Yeah, and they want to try to move up in the standings, so a win against Lockhaven would give them an opportunity to potentially do that. If you lose that game, uh, then you're kind of getting back into the tougher part of the schedule here pretty soon, so I don't know how many more opportunities they would have to move up and uh, really solidify their spot in the PSAC tournament for an easier first-round matchup. And they, Even though they're in right now, and they probably will get in because Kutztown's still a few games back. Three games back, but they can't move up with a win tomorrow. Right, but it, would, it helps a little bit. They'd be 9-7, yeah. and seven and Lockhaven would be 10-6. and six. Yeah, They really, need, they really needed that win against Millersville. I mean, it's those two three-point games that they've lost this year, those five games that have really turned the tide. I mean, if you win two or three more of them, you're... At, in first or second in the conference, if you think about it. Division. Division, yeah, that's what I meant, in the division. But still, I mean, that is something to look at as Shepard kind of starts coming down the home stretch of the season. But that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Rossini's Home Store, not just the flying store any longer. Cabinets and designer betting out there, living in his family owned and operated at 360 Hack Wilson Way in Martinsburg. Go to Orsinis.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll be joined by James Miller, assistant coach for Muscleman Swim, as well as runner of Swim, WV.co. He'll talk to us about the Region 2 Swim Meet that we'll have right here for you on TV 10, WRNR TV on YouTube tomorrow. We're back in two minutes. Hi, this is Lauren from Orsinis right here in Martinsburg. Grilling is not just for the boys. We are a Platinum Traeger dealer carrying the Pro Series all the way up to the Timberline Series. We have every flavor of wood pellets along with accessories, rubs, sauces, not just Traeger. We carry Utz, Meat Church, Lanes, and Dizzy Pig. We also carry a full line of Yeti products. Orsini's has everything to complete your backyard. Visit us at Hack Wilson Way or at Orsini's.com. 
The Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. When kids are small, we tend to spend most of our time saying no instead of yes. As our parents and grandparents age, we sometimes say no to visits instead of yes. Life can be overwhelming and sometimes it's nice to say yes to making memories and starting a future by playing the West Virginia Lottery. You're saying yes to tomorrow's leaders and today's seniors and furthering the beauty of the Mountain State. When you play, you say yes to West Virginia. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center, 400 West Stephen Street, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WR and R and TV 10 for your Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, happy to have you with us. We're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald Wright from Shepherd, And now we're joined on the phone by assistant coach for the Muscleman Appleman swim team, as well as runner of swim WV.co. And uh, Colin, did you confirm that he will be on our broadcast tomorrow? Yeah. For a little bit at least. All right. James Hopefully Miller for, longer than a for the bit. Region 2 Swim Meet, which you can tune in for you can tune into on talk or on TV ten and WR and R T V on YouTube. Welcome to the show. James, how you doing? I'm doing really good. Glad to be here. Thanks for coming on with us. It's obviously a big meet tomorrow, the Region Two Swim Meet, which we thought up until like two or three weeks or maybe yeah, three weeks ago that it was gonna be in Fairmont, but it got moved to Shepherd, so uh, we're gonna be on the call once again for it tomorrow. Yes, it's a much um it's um, I know the swimmers are excited because um, the Fairmont pool is a little older and it's got it's got a tricky turn wall. So luckily, it's at Hedgesville where they're where they're comfortable, and I think you're going to see a lot of fast times there. Uh, just talk to us about what teams and uh, will be competing here in this year's regional, James. Okay, well we have the Fairmont schools. So those uh, that would be the East Fairmont High School with Fairmont Senior. Um, then we also have North Marion. And then on the other side, um, we also have Hampshire. And then we have the six EPAC schools, Jefferson, Washington, Spring Mills, Musselman, Martinsburg, and Hedgesville. Um, so we got about 10 teams competing. James, uh, can you highlight some of the swimmers and I guess some of the top guys? I know uh, Lugo from Jefferson uh was somebody that stood out last year and is having another great season this year um can you just i guess run down some of the some of the top guy guys and girls that we will see tomorrow and, and uh i guess people to look out for 
Well, you did, you did, um, you did, you, you did nail it on the first one. Nick Lugo is, and he's doing a different event than, than normal. Usually, he's a 200-yard IM and a 100-yard butterfly. But uh, for the regional meet this time, he's doing the 200-yard freestyle, um, which not only is he seated first um, in our region, but he's also, if his time, his seed time is true, he will be um, seated first in the state, and that's his 100-yard butterfly. So. Um, not only are we talking about regional championships, we might be talking about two state championships for him. Um, and then we've got a lot of relays, um, a lot of relays on the, the line. So um, the way regionals works is, is if there's um, two, the top two relays qualify for states. And then for the first day of states, um, you're trying to get just 12 schools. Um, and so there's a lot of our schools in the area that are right on that 11-12 line. So we've got um, the Spring Mills girls has two relays that, that could be right on the 11th, 12th. Um, the highest seated relay actually um, for the girls' side would be Martinsburg's 400 free. And then we also have um, Hedgesville and Jefferson. Um, they're seated 8th and 9th in the 400-yard guys' relay. And then um, Musselman, um, we have, or we're seated 12th in the 200 medley relay and also um, – 12th in the 200-yard freestyle relay. Um, but in addition, we also have a couple other people, like uh, Eshan Hattie from Washington. He is seated 6th in the 100-yard breaststroke. And if you finish 6th place or higher, you've got a chance to get um, a medal. So he might get a medal for his 100-yard um, breaststroke. And then we also have Lily Rise and Weber, who is seated 8th. And she is also seated... Um, she is seated eighth in both her 200-yard freestyle and 100 back. Um, then um, we've got a mixture. We've got a lot of people seated in the 11-12 line. We've got uh, Brianna Shirk of Musselman, uh, Sawyer Wright um, from Musselman as well, Logue Shriver from Jefferson. Um, in both their events, they're seated right about the 11th or 12th line. So, and then there's a, a Sam Williams from Washington High School. She is uh, seated 11th in the 100-yard breaststroke. And then we also got Abby Vass, who is seated uh, 10th in her 50-yard freestyle. James, uh, with all that, for tomorrow's regional, uh, how many people can then go on, qualify for states through the region? So um, we're probably looking, um, if I'm just looking at, there is, there's quite a few. So um, is there, um, the, the top three of each individual meet will go. Um, and then what happens is then there's wild cards after that. So there's 12 wild cards. Um, unfortunately, um, our region probably won't get very many of those wild cards. There's a couple that we might get. But if, they're, if they finish in the top three, um, luckily they'll be um, – the, the people that are seated in the top three, they'll be closer to finishing in the 12th or 13th range. But there's not – Necessarily going to be a lot of wild cards on the individual side. There's just one region, uh, Region 1, which has the Morgantown, Parkersburg, um, those schools. That region is also really strong. And then, of course, Robert Seabird in Region 3 and, and Bridgeport in, in, in that region, strong. And then Region 4 is the Charleston area. Those three regions um, have a lot of really strong swimmers and more teams in them than ours. So they usually get a lot more wild cards. James, do you think we will see any records or any anything broken tomorrow in that category? Um, I think Nick Lugo could probably break um, the hundred yard butterfly record. Um, in terms of the other ones, I um, he's he's the one to to majorly watch. I don't uh, foresee. I mean, 
again, there there might be people that do it, but I think he is the I think he is the one that is closest to doing it. Um, there might be um, a Fairmont senior, um, Alexis Ramsey. She broke the record, regional record last year, so she might break her own record in the 200-yard IM. But um, that, those would probably be about the only records that will be broken uh, tomorrow. And, James, I saw, I believe it was in the Martinsburg Journal, uh, after I want to say it might have been the EPAC championships, but uh, did I see that Nick Lugo had ju- had gotten into a car accident and then he swam like two days later? Um, I do believe, yes. Um, and I I had heard this story, but uh, people were um, – I didn't – We the only thing I noticed as a coach is I noticed that um, he had like a – he was just favoring his shoulder a little bit, so um, – but yes, I, I have heard that. That is definitely true. He did get into um, he did get into a little accident. Luckily, he's okay. He was able to, um, you know. I guess as a coach, you're really proud that he's able to tough that out. James, uh, not only are you in charge of SwimWV.co, you also are the assistant coach of Muscleman's swim team, and will be down there throughout the day whenever uh, your athletes are in the pool racing and cheering them on. So what are you most excited for uh, from Musselman this year in the region? Well, I will tell you, um, um, for the guys' side, we've had, we have um, a really good guys' team this year. Um, it's small. So um, you look at success different ways. Some people look at success as winning championships um, and, and, and second place and trying to get the most points. Um, but unfortunately, you have to have – you know, team about 14, 15 deep to kind of be able to do that. Uh, we only have about eight people um, swimming at regionals. So even though most of our most of our swimmers are seated high, um, there's not really a chance for us to win that. So what I'm really looking forward to is having like the highest percentage of of entered events uh, making it to states. And I'm really excited for our relays because um, I can tell you I don't think uh, Musselman's had three relays go. It's really hard to get three relays to go to states, but I think this year might be the year that we get three relays to go to states. And I'm also really excited to see Brianna Shirk. We have a lot of freshmen on our team. So that's um, a lot of the other schools, like Jefferson has a lot of juniors and seniors. Um, Spring Mills Girls has a lot of seniors. Um, So we're a fairly young team, and to be – um, seated as high we, as we are in the state is, is really exciting to see. James, when we did this last year, it was a pretty big hit on our YouTube channel. I think we got nearly 2.5 thousand views. And uh, I guess, um, how do you think that swimming has grown in the area and how do you hope uh, to see it grow in the near future? Um, well, I think swimming has grown um, just because I call it like a hidden gym, um, because once you once you do it, you end up liking it. And the difference between swimming and a lot of other sports is this is a this is a life skill. So you're basically racing a life skill. So it'd be like um, the only other sport that's similar to that is track, which is you know you get to run. Um, and so because it's a life skill, it's that. Also, what I always tell athletes is like the winter time, you you have Thanksgiving and Christmas where you eat all these meals. If you swim in the summer or if you swim in the wintertime, you're going to be in major shape. And that's why, that's why you get a lot of tall basketball players or you get a lot of shot put players or you get a lot of soccer players. You get all these other sports that, although swimming isn't their first sport, um, they use that to condition for the other events. Um, and so that's, I think, once, once that secret has gotten out that, like, hey, you can, 
you can condition by doing this sport. And then um, some of them, I know we had a kid last year that um, never swam before, um, was six foot three. Um, and because he was six foot three, he ended up making it to States because he just, you know, we, we were able to get it. It's, it's, you know, if you're athletic, you end up are able to make it to States. Um, the only thing that I wish in the future is I wish we could have more um, swimming pools uh, to practice in. Unfortunately, uh, the six schools in both Berkeley and Jefferson County have to um, go to Shepherd to swim, which Shepherd is an awesome, amazing facility, but it's kind of cramped when there's only six teams. So, you know, the basketball teams can practice five days a week. Um, every sport can practice five days a week. We get uh, three hours a week. Um, you know, each of our sessions, one hour each. And it's really hard to, it's really hard to get into a rhythm because every sport you need a rhythm. Um, basketball, you need to have that rhythm. You need to be able to shoot so many foul shots. Uh, the baseball pitcher, you need to be able to throw so many times. So we don't, we don't, we're not able to get that rhythm. And then it puts us, so despite the fact that we don't have that rhythm, we are able to be in the 11th or 12th. But if we probably had more pools, and being able to practice five days a week, you'd probably see a lot more Eastern Panhandle schools, you know, being in the third or fourth seed in the state. And just we would just dominate. We would be closer to dominating the state than, um, than where we are now, which we're doing great for the limited resources that we have. All righty, James. Uh, excited to get to see you tomorrow and get to uh, call the regional championship on TV10 and WRNR TV on YouTube. So thank I you for wait joining I know us I today. I had a great time. Take care, James. All right, you too. All right, that was James Miller, assistant coach for the Muscleman Swim Team, as well as RunnerSwimWV.co. He'll be uh, on the broadcast tomorrow from for most time to time. He's going to you know step away, be with his team a little bit, but obviously be on the broadcast with you tomorrow, uh, Colin. And uh, you can tune in tomorrow. What time are we going on? Ten forty-five. I was thinking more ten fifty. Ten fifty. All right, ten fifty. It'll start at eleven a.m. Yep. And it'll be going on all day. We'll put the uh, links on Facebook throughout. Uh, we'll put the link on Facebook tomorrow morning. But uh, that'll be the Region 2 West Virginia High School uh, Region 2 Swim Championships tomorrow on TV10. WRNR TV on YouTube. Be on the lookout for a link or just go to WRNR TV on YouTube to find uh, the live stream tomorrow beginning around 10.50 a.m. That will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Buy your next vehicle online, they'll deliver it to you. If you don't like it, they'll take it back. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll wrap. Th- we'll begin to wrap things up. Talk Senior Bowl. Uh, Travis Bajan told us he was going to do something. And he did it. We'll uh, try and play it for you when we get back. We'll also talk the Senior Bowl, talk what else is going on this weekend. Uh, NHL All-Star Game, we'll maybe talk about the Ovechkin doc that's coming out tomorrow. Uh, Capitals make a, an extension to a player that's played pretty well this year. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the way we buy things have evolved. Now you get on your phone, click want it, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are, and on your time. And if you don't want it, return it, no questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back-and-forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. I assure you, 
No dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. Remember when you were a little kid and saw your first deer? Oh, how cute. As an adult, maybe you've had a different experience. Where'd that come from? Bambi mess up your dream machine? Call Cody's Auto Body today at 304-901-4777 and get the work done right the first time. Cody's Auto Body, 851 Wilston Street in Martinsburg, has a team of auto body professionals with a lifetime of experience putting your ride back together again, regardless of how it got that way. Cody's Auto Body. It's the excitement of EPAC basketball on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Fowler, four seconds. Blackwood's corner, three, good! Taken away by Gladney. Over on the court, he'll lay that one up, and in. Got you covered all season long with over 50 games of high school boys and girls hoops. Crossover, four, and it's hot! Bennett back in the face of all. Right here on your EPAC sports leader, WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10, brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Call Ameriprise Financial Services at 304-263-4343 or stop by their offices at 1270 Winchester Avenue in Martinsburg. Spencer, Nick, and Colin hanging out with you. We're produced on the TV 10 side by our intern, Gerald. And... Uh, run this town that's uh basically essentially what travis bajant was doing yesterday at the senior bowl practices yeah. he he was running that town are you are you surprised no i'm, I'm not, not surprised, surprised because he definitely told us on monday night mayhem or sometime we saw, was it after that he said it on monday night mayhem i know he said it with dylan on uh his podcast yeah highly disputed podcast and it, it, it just goes to show that travis bajant whatever he wants to do He's going to do it no matter what it is, where it is. He finds a way to become a star. That's just who Travis Bajant the Beast is. And yesterday on NFL Plus, you got to do it. And to nobody's surprise, it was a hit that has now started to go viral. And it's hilarious that... It didn't happen sooner, as he literally said, too. So uh, I know Nick right now is working on trying to get the I apparently video there. Apparently it doesn't but... like to work. So how about we just play the audio from this, and uh, you can just imagine what it sounded or what it, it is. I'll, I'll set the scene for you. So they're on the sideline at the Senior Bowl. NFL Plus does live coverage all day on their platform, which I believe is only available on mobile devices. Yes, and you have to pay for it. And you have to pay for it. Nick apparently had it, and we didn't know, which we were watching it at work yesterday. Um, discontinued it, actually, yesterday. <laughs> All right. But uh, he's on the sideline, and I guess at some point on Monday, uh, somehow Travis Bajant found uh, this reporter for NFL media, Tom Pelissero, actually an insider. He's like the second, the number two insider behind Ian Rappaport in NFL media. He found him, and he said, I'm Tyson Bajant's dad, or something like that. 
I don't know what it worked. I don't know how it happened. I assume they saw him you somewhere. You think that's what Travis did? I don't know. You're just making stuff up now. I, I, you just play I'm, the audio. Yeah, here is the uh, what was on NFL Plus uh, with Tom Pelissero of NFL Media. So the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, seven Super Bowl rings. That pales in comparison to your 28 world championships in arm wrestling. I met you the other night, and we began talking, and you suggested maybe we should arm wrestle just to see if I could take down a 28-time world champion. What do you think? No doubt, and I honestly expected you guys to do this on Monday. I can't believe what took you guys so long. <laughs> <laughs> I've this little set, I love this set up for you since Monday, and if you can come over here, I can give you a little demonstration. Right, let's, let's find oh. out here. I, I know very oh little about arm wrestling. Yeah. Alright, so Tom Pelissero hands the mic to his producer. I mean, would, would this the, be the referee's then spot right His here, producer's holding it. Get in there, Ed. First of all, have you ever done this before? And then, no. no. Perfect. I'll take over from here. I can actually keep this if you don't mind. He, Travis Bajan just takes the mic. I'll leave mine hand here to the side. It's real easy. If your hand hits that pad, you are the great, you are the baddest dude in the history of the NFL Network. What usually happens is I win. What's best for you is don't fight it. Uh, he says this to us on, on Monday Night Man. This is what I he says it to everybody. Ready yeah. and go. Nice. Relax there, young man. I thought for sure you'd be a lot stronger. I'll take it from here. Listen, the rest of these people, they've been calling me Travis. You can call me Daddy, young man. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot to the NFL Network. He's actually a lot stronger than I thought. He could definitely beat you. There it is, guys. And that's going to hurt tomorrow. But I swear by Saturday, I'll be ready. I know Travis will be ready too, right? And for some of you guys in the back, if you want to, if you want to believe it, you want to. And then Ezra walks behind him and starts flexing. Did you notice that? I did not notice that. I noticed that when I rewatched it last night when I got home. Uh, But yeah, uh, not surprising. Travis Bajant found his way on TV uh, or streaming, but it's now gone viral. Uh, viewed 1.4 million times on Andrew Siciliano's Twitter account. Uh, that's something that we kind of predicted would happen after what he said. Like, if you would have told me that Travis Pagent would have been on TV arm wrestling, I would have said that that makes sense during his son's senior bowl week practices. So far, Travis has been right about two things with Tyson. What? He said he would get the senior bowl invite. He said he would get the combine. Well, three things, actually. Senior Bowl combine, and arm he wrestling. would be arm wrestling on NFL Network. Yeah. Next is the, well, said, the next one. Right? I the think that's the wildest. Going to get drafted um, yeah. number one overall. Well, we know that. So I guess that's the next thing. Probably won't happen. It's time to the odds. stop doubting him. But he I'm also said that this year's Martinsburg team was the best Martinsburg team ever. So. Easy there. Just saying. I, he says that every. Year. <laughs> he does. He, he he says that every year. But uh, Tyson Bajan continues to get the limelight there at the Senior Bowl. Honestly, guys, I mean, it's like every day there's new videos of him throwing bombs, complete bombs yeah, to people. Yeah, and it just continues to improve Shepherd University on the national map. I've been loving going through Twitter and seeing people like, wait, Shepherd University, who are these guys? How do they get Shepherd two College, guys in the Reese like Senior say. Bowl? How'd they get two guys in the NFL PA Bowl? Who is this D2 college? And if you actually follow D2 football, you'd know because it's been a team that has been on the national map on the D2 level for years now. And we know it. Well, now to be fair, though, not a lot of country knows D2 it. D2 football. So. I know, but. I know, but the way you say that, man, it the way people like were saying the average it on person Twitter. is following Division Two football. Yeah. 
if if I wasn't here, I don't necessarily know that I would be following Division Two football. That's fair, but people that even do but yes. still don't know Shepard for All some right, reason. John Vogel at Draft Vogel on Twitter. I believe it was yesterday. He is a draft analyst for NFL Draft Blitz, a scouting consultant, and a podcast host from Nashville, Tennessee. He tweeted yesterday, quarterback rankings in the Senior Bowl practices this week. This is big. One, Tyson Bajan. Two, Clayton Toon. Three, Jake Heiner. Four, Max Duggan. Five, Malik Cunningham. And six, Jaron Hall. Bajan is the best overall guy here, the strongest arm, most polished. That is that is amazing to hear. It's definitely good to hear, and I don't want to take anything away from Tyson. Uh, I know he's a great player, and we know he has great potential to make it in the NFL, but to be fair as well, this was a down year for the Senior Bowl quarterbacks in terms of the fact that not all of the big names are there. So that doesn't mean that he will be the number one quarterback no, in the draft. Yes. It means that he's the best guy there, which is still a, something to be proud of, something to definitely be excited about if you are a Shepard fan or you know no Tyson in any way and I'm excited about it as well you know the the fact that we got to witness you know the, the great player that he was but that is something to note right I mean that this I don't know if all those quarterbacks are even going to be drafted so it definitely helps I think to know that Tyson is the best guy there uh, because that puts him closer to being picked but it's also not – there's several seniors that did not go to the Senior Bowl uh, that will probably still be picked ahead of Tyson. Yeah. yeah. But that's fair because he's a Division two quarterback. Yeah. And if for a Division two quarterback, all those guys are D1 yeah. that he's going up against and you're comparing him to. So from that perspective, it clearly shows that he was overlooked and is you know, a very talented guy. Yeah, I would tend to agree with that. But, again, the Senior Bowl – what time is the Senior Bowl tomorrow? Uh, I think it's like three. That sounds right to me for some reason. But I, there's a I lot of stuff exactly. going on this weekend. But uh, what time is the Senior Bowl? Like, oh, it's two thirty p.m. on NFL Network, I believe. Like three. Like yep. three. <laughs> uh, I'll be recording it to see it, obviously. Uh, but as we begin to wrap up the show here, the Capitals made an announcement this morning. They have re-signed center Dylan Strome to a five-year contract extension. Will carry an average annual value of five million dollars a year. He scored eleven goals, twenty-five assists this season. They kind of signed him last season, knowing Nick Backstrom was going to be out for at least a good portion of the season, and he's really shined this year, Colin. Yeah, I like the extension. He's a young guy with a lot of talent on a very old roster so the fact that he's being extended is something that i'm happy about i am as well and uh alex ovechkin will participate in the all-star weekend festivities this year which is different because the last few years he's not uh tonight he'll be in the hardest shot challenge i believe Uh, that'll be on at seven and then tomorrow at 3 p.m is the all-star game but you can watch the alex ovechkin documentary chasing greatness on espn and abc beginning at two o'clock and then it'll be on ESPN Plus after. Looking forward to that as well, um, to watch that doc, Colin. What about you? Yeah, I'll be trying to tune into it. Got a lot of stuff going on this weekend. Well, yeah, first, yeah, go so. to ESPN Plus. All right, well, that will do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Again, tune in tonight to EPAC Hoops. Martinsburg at Spring Mills, 730 tip-off. Tomorrow, EPAC Region of Two Swimming at 11 a.m. For Colin, Nick, Spencer, I'm saying so long. 
our local community and bring you the latest local news, local weather, and local sports. Talk Radio WRNR Martinsburg, Hedgesville, Falling Waters.